0: So I have not spoken before a congregation like this since my bar mitzvah, and um, I, am, I am about as nervous, um, but maybe a little bit less prepared than I was then, so, um, so please bear with me. Uh, this is a very special um, opportunity for me, uh, special because it's such an honor to be able to speak uh, before my family's new congregation, and also very special uh, because I get to speak about um, my work, which has been uh, a very important expression of my Judaism uh, throughout all of my adult life. Uh, growing up, uh, concepts of tzedakah and tikkun olam uh, were an integral part of my religious education and more importantly, my, my religious practice. And although it has been uh, quite some time since I've actually studied Torah, there are certain passages in the Torah that have, uh, I've carried with me since I was a, a young man. Um, one of them, uh, Rabbi Ryan, spoke about uh, during Yom Kippur. Uh, And It's a passage from Deuteronomy about not hardening uh, our hearts against the poor. And when I shared all of this with with Rabbi Beth, she reminded me that the Torah speaks uh, often about widows and about orphans and about foreigners uh, in new lands, and that those were the most vulnerable people in biblical times. And today, really the most vulnerable people in our community are those who are living on our streets. And so my job uh, as the new director of this Department of Homelessness and Supportive Housing um, feels like an important part of my own uh, Jewish journey. So I'm I'm very grateful to to have this opportunity to speak with all of you tonight about an issue that I've worked on for many years. I want to talk to you first about the causes of homelessness. Um, Some people look out on the streets and they see homeless people and they see that as the fault of the individual and they think, uh, they think about mental health issues, they think about substance abuse, they think about alcoholism, uh, sometimes they think about laziness, uh, and just an, that's where people want to be. And they interpret this often as a failure of this individual to conform to the norms of our society. And I see it as exactly the opposite of that. Homelessness is really the worst case of our society failing um, its people. Homelessness is not a choice that people make, Uh, it's not a lifestyle, it's not some place that people want to be. It's a result uh, of failed policies um, by our government, and the good news about that is that these policies are by design, and anything that can be designed can be redesigned. So I know some of you will look at me or think skeptically about that comment that I just made, and I just want to point out some things. Federal spending on housing, the budget for the Department of Housing and Urban Development, is 20% of what it was in 1978. It's 20% of what it was in corrected for for current dollars. Um, At the same time, we have a mortgage interest tax deduction that is $10 billion more than all of the affordable housing for low-income folks uh, that we spend each year put together. So we spend $10 billion a year more on subsidizing Uh, this mortgage interest tax deduction, uh, which actually less than one-third of American households actually can take advantage of. And people who study homelessness and research this will all say the same thing, that the current crisis of homelessness that we have today is really caused by the United States deciding that we were not going to invest in affordable housing anymore, and as a result we have millions of people every night in the United States living on our streets. So to me, this calls for a new American housing policy. And I believe that that discussion actually will start soon. And I believe that at some point, just like we're seeing with changes in health care, we're going to see changes in our housing policy. And this is very important, but it's not going to address the current situation. It's not going to make a difference in the lives of the people who are on our streets tonight. So right now, there are 6,000 adults uh, sleeping in San Francisco out in our streets this evening. There's one in every 25 public school students. That's one in every 25 public school students uh, are, are homeless tonight. Uh, there's tent encampments uh, growing throughout our city, creating very dangerous and unsafe places, not only for people who are living in those tents, but for the neighbors who are affected uh, by those tent encampments. And all in all, there are 14,000 people, homeless people a year that come through San Francisco and cycle through uh, our services. So tonight, thousands of people are going to be sleeping on our streets in one of the wealthiest places on earth. So while we must work at changing some of our policies, we also need to think about what we can do um, as a community. And frankly, we need to do it quickly. So, But before I talk about what we're going to do, I'd like to talk just for a few moments about what we've done to sort of dispel some of the myths that people may have or some of the feelings people may have about homelessness here in San Francisco. So not many people realize that in the past 15 years, San Francisco has helped 25,000 people end their homelessness. It's 25,000 souls who are living on our streets that are now housed somewhere, whether in our community or reunified with their families uh, some other place uh, in the United States. You know, in the past five years, San Francisco, despite what we see on our streets, and I acknowledge the problem is getting worse, but compared to every single major city in the United States, homelessness has actually grown at a slower pace in San Francisco than anywhere else, believe it or not. Most other places, Seattle, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, you name the city, have seen double digit increases in homelessness in the past few years. So we actually have done a pretty good job. Many of the programs that are used around the country were actually developed here in San Francisco. This model called Housing First, um, the first shelter for LGBT um, individuals who are homeless, and the navigation centers, which many of you may have heard about, which were actually developed under the leadership of Bevan Dufty, who's also a member of this congregation. But while we do have much to be proud of, anybody walking through our streets can see that we still have much to do, and that is why Mayor Lee decided to create this new Department um, of Homelessness and Supportive Housing, which I was uh, given the honor of, of leading. So I don't have enough time this evening to talk about all the things this department's going to do and how we're going to make some change, but I do have a lot of optimism about what we're going to accomplish during the next four or five years, and I want to share a little bit of that with you. So for the first time ever, uh, in this Homelessness has really been a problem for well over 30 years now, and for the first time ever, the city has a single strategy for how we're going to address this problem. All of the programs for the city are now under a single department. They used to be in six different departments throughout the city. Uh, And there's really, and we used to have, or we still have, 13 different databases that track homeless people and homeless programs, uh, and soon we're going to have just one. And all that's going to create a center of gravity around this problem that we've never seen before in the city. Um, We're we're finishing up and we'll soon be publishing uh, our plans, um, but I can share with you uh, some of the goals uh, that we're going to be presenting to the community in in a few months um, so you get a preview um, of the city strategy and what our plans are. One of the things that we're we're going to do is we're going to reduce the number. Right now there's 79 homeless encampments, big encampments in the city. Uh, We're hoping to reduce that by half um, by the end of next year. Uh, we plan to completely end veterans' homelessness uh, by the end of 2018. Uh, we plan to reduce chronic homelessness, and those are people who are the long term homeless, who are the sickest individuals, people that you see most often out on our streets, by 50% by 2019. And we plan to end family homelessness um, by 2020. And by 2021, we'll have helped over 8,000 people exit homelessness. Uh, during the next five years. And these are ambitious goals, uh, but they're also very achievable. We didn't just make them up. Uh, We spent a lot of time working with national experts, looking at our data, planning our budgets for the next coming years. And I think that although this is not going to end homelessness uh, in San Francisco, and certainly we have a lot more work to do if we're going to end homelessness in the United States, I think it's going to help thousands and thousands of people Uh, our most vulnerable um, brothers and sisters in our communities to to exit their homelessness and and to make our city um, a better place to be. Um, And I'm really proud of our mayor, um, of the staff that I work with every day, um, and of all of us as a city for being such a compassionate um, and smart and dedicated um, place to be. Uh, And again, we have done wonderful work in this space, um, but we are going to do better. People often ask me, um, what can they do to help? How can they help address homelessness? They want to be part of this solution. They're tired of what they're seeing um, in their communities. um, And and whether it's out of compassion for the people they see or weariness of what um, is happening in their own neighborhoods, um, people do want to help. And I always answer, if you want to solve homelessness in San Francisco, you need to become a radical. Um, You need to be radical in a a number of different ways, and I'm just going to talk about two of them tonight. One is you need to be radical uh, with your generosity. Um, You should donate your time. Donate your talents, and if you want to, donate your treasure to the many, many organizations in this city that work on this issue. There's so many places that you can pitch in to help. Um, they need your expertise on their boards of directors. Uh, they need the extra talent that you have to help amplify their work. Uh, they need you to go out into the field with them and to engage with people who are homeless. Whatever speaks to you, um, and I'm sure they want mind donations as well. Um, uh, that's really important, and I think that what's really um, touching to me as, is that our synagogue has decided um, to get involved and help up and, and to help out and be radically generous through something called the Heading Home Campaign, um, which many of you may have heard about uh, during Yom Kippur, and that's part of the city's strategy to end uh, family homelessness by 2020, and it's a partnership between the city between philanthropy and, and a nonprofit organization called Hamilton Families. Uh, we're looking to raise funds. We are looking uh, for volunteers. And I believe on the synagogue's website, you can find more information. So um, there's many ways you can get involved. If you want to get involved um, with your fellow congregants, um, uh, learn about the, the Heading Home campaign. The other area, and, and perhaps maybe it's the more important area, I'm, I'm not really sure, but it, it's to be radical with your compassion. Um, remember that the people on the streets, that's somebody's son, uh, that's somebody's daughter. Uh, they are our brothers and sisters, they are people, and we must not harden our hearts um, against them. If I could ask you all to do one thing uh, that would make my, my being here, of course I'm happy to be here for Shabbat, um, for two Shabbat services, but would make it so even more wonderful for me is if each of you could do, could do me one favor, which is when you pass by somebody on the street who is homeless, Please do not walk past them like they are not there. You don't need to give them your life story. You don't need to give them money, a nod, a smile, a hello. I cannot tell you how much of a difference that will make, um, both in their lives and in my job. We send outreach workers all the time out to reach the thousands of people on the streets, and one one of the challenges we have is that homeless people's hearts become hardened. Because hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people walk by them every, every day not acknowledging their existence. And it makes them retreat into themselves. It makes them feel less than and not a part of. You could do so much by just saying hello to somebody and not forgetting. Um, let them feel your compassion, not your anger. And let them feel your love, not your frustration. Um, and it may sound hokey, but but it really is be radically compassionate. I cannot tell you how important um, this, this is and how important of a, a thing it, that we all can do. I wish there was just an army of hundreds of thousands of people in San Francisco who are out every day saying hello to homeless people. Um, it would make a difference. So please um, be radical with your generosity, be radical with your compassion, um, and together we can make this San Francisco uh, a better place to live, not only for the thousands of people who are homeless, but, but for all of us and for our children. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to to speak with you tonight. Uh, Shabbat shalom.